This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. <laughs> Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the radio. Email the show, show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. <laughs> anyway. Frank, um, I think is that a Grand National influence stream? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a homage. Uh-huh. Oh, I've, oh, I've got to find some horses for us. I love doing the GGs. Oh, yes. You know, I was once on Radio 5 sitting in for Danny Baker like 20 years ago and uh, Cornelius Lysett, who oh, was yeah. the uh, horse racing expert. Sounds very much like I would have gone to school with him. <laughs> and I said over to Cornelius with the GGs and uh, he said afterwards, I don't, I, I don't like that, I don't like them being called that. I said, OK, I, wouldn't, I won't do that again. No, no one told me. Mm. Uh, it was really awkward. <laughs> Are you not allowed to? Oh, do they not like no, GGs? He, he personally thinks it's a bit dismissive of the whole. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why I use it, though. So, Frank, Jennifer... Oh, hold on. Oh. Hold on. Oh, it's more. <laughs> no, go, I, so, no, go on, carry on. I'll tell you Well, a it's a bit of praise. OK. But I think it's allowed, because it's not related to the show. OK. Jennifer Machia, I saw Frank... In Angel on Wednesday. Oh. Angel came down <laughs> from heaven yesterday. Is that in the London area? Uh, it is. Yeah. It's in Islington. Praise redacted. Mm-hmm. But it's, um, oh. it's Corbin country. Da, 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 da. I don't have a good uh, theme music. Well, I do, but I can't play it currently. You should play bicycle, bicycle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Praise redacted, but mm. dot, dot, dot. You waiting? Go on. Overflowing. Overflowing praise, Frank. Oh, okay. I especially appreciated being included in the show as his water bottle opener. Oh, that true was Jennifer. Honour, sir. Yes. From Jen in the front row. This wow. is a, this is a sign of the ageing comic who gets <laughs> a member of the audience to open the water bottle. I said, I said, uh-huh. can you please loosen the cork before I? Yeah, but overflowing, Frank. Now that was very nice. She was, it was right. a live event. I thought you'd, she'd seen you in the street, like no. the street or some Yeah, other and I opened my water and... bottle. No, yeah. I was. Uh, yeah, that old euphemism. No, um, I was. I'm doing um, work in progress gigs. I'm off again oh, yeah. on another stand-up comedy adventure. Oh, lovely! As Gordon Strachan said, "It's what a day." Yeah. Um, and uh, and what does that mean, Al? It's what I do. It's what I do exactly. Yeah. So Gordon yeah, I've been, uh, also said Alan Cochran was decent of my Edinburgh show in uh, oh, two thousand and four. That's oh. exactly what you'd say about a player who did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who was on the books at Brentford? Yeah, but didn't I've quite come through the ranks. <laughs> like um, Bradley Walsh is decent. He was decent, you know. He was decent. Yeah. Oh, no, that's, uh, you're much better than that, Al. Um, I am... Um, no, from Strachan. You well, take, you can, you take what you get. That's another, that's another lovely quote for you to use, Al. You're much better than that, Al. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am... Um, on, on the first... You know, the, obviously, work in progress is a nerve-wracking business because you're trying out stuff you've never done before. Can I ask a question? Do you, thank you. Do you take notes or iPad on stage? No. Oh, OK. I tip my memory... And uh, I don't, 
I, I have them if I... If I've never yet needed to. But some comics just go out um, mm-hmm. and just read it off, but yeah. I, can't, I can't do that. Okay. I don't, you know... It's like All the right, Wizard of Oz. You don't, want, you don't want the curtain to come back <laughs> when they're coming to see the wizard, do you? <laughs> That's it. Don't want to break anyone's heart. <laughs> what about an old mate of mine who uh, who used to work for me, actually? Uh, oh, well, that's the only mates I've got. And um, he... Um, I remember I gave him the job because I was playing... Uh, when he came for the interview, I was playing Captain Beefheart's album, Trout Mask Replica. And he said, oh, Trout Mask Replica. And I thought, you're in. That's mm-hmm. all I need to know. Anyway, he sent me a text saying that this was the first night of completely new stuff. He sent me a text saying, oh, I'm coming tonight. And um, my first thought was, uh, no one comes yet to see you on the first night of a work in progress run to see you do well. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he, was, he was nice after. What biggest mistake of adding a the where there isn't one, would you say, in popular music? Oh, Eurythmics. The Eurythmics. Oh, the, uh, mm. for me, it's Carpenters. Uh, Everybody says the Carpenters. And, well, for uh, my father, as you know, Frank, it was uh, The Freeze, he called. A band called Freeze, who sung A-E-I-O-U. OK. And he came into the room and said, 2,000 years of civilization, and what do we get? The Freeze. Oh. And we said, Dad, it's freeze, you idiot. Yeah, but when you're going to start a thing, 2,000 years of uh, civilization, what do you get? It's quite good then to betray even further your age <laughs> and attitudes. Uh, of course, so, we've overlooked the the. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's true. You can't. Um, you you can't couldn't, have have, couldn't have them now. Mm. The stammering community be on you like a ton of bricks. Um, I uh, so I went and saw Lovely Eggs at Heaven last night, the well-known gay hotspot. Um, oh yeah, who'd you go with? I um, no, I went I went alone because wow. I was I was doing a gig in uh, as you as we've said at Angel Islington. I jumped a tube and um, cool guy and, congratulations um, you know it was, it was great got there 10 minutes before the gig start I was on the list aye 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 you know what I'm saying aye 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 <laughs> oh did you have a meeting yeah I had, I had the sticker <laughs> I mean come on it was brilliant it was a brilliant passes. I just say that look, um, this is a music show after all and real music matters so if, if they're, they're on tour at the moment the lovely eggs if they're near you or even not that near I really 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 mm. recommend you go they're brilliant yeah you don't have to just go and see them near Easter the lovely no eggs. although I did do that as it, as it yeah. turned out so um, big news of the week Will Smith banned from the Oscars yeah. for 10 years Mm-hmm. Why ten? Do you think? I take it as an enormous compliment. <laughs> if the Aria people said you're banned from the Arias, which I think they've done without telling me for uh, for ten years, I'd think. Well, they think I've still got some legs. <laughs> How I'm long have be we banned. been banned for? Well, I tell you, I, a mate, six. I had a text from a mate this week, an excited text 
saying, uh, I just, I hate to brag, but I, I know you'd understand why I'm self. I've just got nominated for an aria for a, a, a thing we did on uh, fond kids in the fiction storytelling uh, um, category. And I thought, oh, the aria nominations must be, it's so odd, no one's, odd, no one's <laughs> called me, isn't it? But I went online and thought, well, you can guess the rest. Yeah. We'll leave it there. We didn't get didn't get so much of the looking. Oh, uh, that's what happens if you don't turn up to collect the award two years running. Is that what it is? Mm. Oh, is that what happened? They don't, they, you know, they never forget. These I people. went to Leeds. Was it Leeds? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I was, I was. Anyway, let's not okay. get into it. It's a, it's a sordid topic. <laughs> the best of don't forget. You wonder um, why they don't invite you when you refer to it as no, a sordid I mean, topic. I mean, somebody saying... <laughs> Why don't we get nominated for awards is sorted. I'm not saying that yeah. the awards are. By the way, don't forget this morning's texting. Why don't dogs have belly buttons? Um, I was um, walking past um, the M&M shop this morning. Oh, yeah. in, uh, you know that's my worst shop. You know what? There was four large M&Ms. <laughs> I mean large, I mean like I'm talking... Five six foot diameter M and M's in the window <laughs> with legs um, and hands and stuff. That's disgusting. And one of them had got women's shoes on the other oh. the other three men's shoes. Um, similar line up to sort of you know blondie. So hang on, the female M and M is has let me guess eyelash, exaggerated eyelashes and a pink stiletto. Um, she had uh, no. It was they only really do white. The limbs only really come in white. I, um, they're all they're all white as um, well. I can't name him. As somebody <laughs> used to say. Please do. Um, so she's got like white court shoes on her white legs. But you know, I walked past. It was early in the morning. It was um, it was sort of. Narrow daylight, you know, that yeah. time of the day, just before broad daylight. Mm. And um, I saw them, the four M&Ms, sort of, they're sort of marching behind each other. I just burst out laughing with just, <laughs> just joy. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> really made me, um, made me happy. So uh, well done, the M&M shop, <laughs> for your um, um, outsized display. I'm choosing some horses oh, for yeah. Grand National. How about this? I've got a couple of selections. Al, I think for you, cloth cap. <laughs> yeah? Trainer. Oh, yeah, that sounds suitable for me. <laughs> David Badil always said if I wore a, the second I put a cap on, I sort of became a, a absolutely stereotypical working class bloke. Just the, <laughs> just the cap. Not just the cap, as in yeah. nothing else, but, you know. For you, Frank. No. I think we're going to go uh, long, Longhouse Poet, uh, Trainer Martin Brazil. Nice. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm writing it down. Yeah. I mean, I haven't decided yet. There are some other options, but I'll... Uh, I like that, though. Do you like those They two? both sound like good options for for us guys, you know. Now, what's <laughs> Emily going to pick for herself? Podcast. Sort I've of got, stunning dive. Snow Leopardess, OK? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> a bit glamorous. We've had some mm-hmm. news in. I say news, but it's more people getting in touch. Oh, we've got a Grand National uh, Kev Trent Derby. Oh, give our give our best to Terence. Okay. Never mind the Grand National. <laughs> yeah. 
Gip Maker is running in the one o'clock at Newcastle. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> well. Uh, I'm writing that down as well. Yeah. I never bet. Mm. My dad bet every day apart from Sundays. No. How did, it, uh, did, he, did he do well on it? Well, he would have like 10 five-penny doubles and 10 five-penny trebles and stuff like that. So he'd win about eight quid and feel like he'd... Uh, he was... Um, you know, my theory is that if you win the lottery, you have to wear a top hat. Wow. Um, to, to show people that you're oh, a lottery yeah. winner, otherwise you don't get the money. You have to wear a top hat for the rest of your life. Well, it's going to cost you a lot. Can I... Mm-hmm. I want to talk to you about top hats, actually, guys. You've reminded me, Frank... Seeing all this Ascot coverage. Yes, do you know why? We've it's not been... Ascot, is it? It's, it's I mean, uh, Aintree. Aintree. Yeah. I do apologise. It's all right. It's, 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 in the, it's in the A's. But they've got the top hats. Uh-huh. We were discussing their, their clothing. Look lovely, some of the um, ladies. The gentleman wear the, wears the top hat, obviously. I should say, I've got a slight... I've got a slight bugbear yeah. about the press showing working-class women dressed up and suggesting they don't know how to dress up. It's mm. one of the last vestiges of uh, hoity-toity. Mm. <laughs> so, having, seen, mm-hmm. having been to Royal Ascot and seen posh people absolutely out of it, lying on the floor drunk, <laughs> I think, you know, let's spread it out a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but at the risk of sounding even more hoity-toity, my top hat's hell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Can we leave it there? We will be yeah. coming back with the Emily Dean story, my top hat hell. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. My top hat hell. Yeah. So I'd gone to... I think this was Ascot, actually. OK. Not the Grand National, but anyway. Do people say Ascot, actually? <laughs> A bit like Hove, actually, that they say in, uh, in Brighton. Do you live in Brighton? Hove, actually. <laughs> and my friend who was coming with me, he's quite posh. Mm. And so he turned up and he had his old oh, blast. I've got to pick my morning suit up from Suffolk or something. So, you know, it's always yeah. something. So um, he neglected, he, I think he, he didn't have a top hat in London. In okay, London residence. Cool. I hate it when you don't have a top hat in London. <laughs> yeah. In your London residence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he borrowed, he said, like, I borrowed. Could he not have phoned Naughty Holder? <laughs> 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 They're all right with mirrors, are they? Or could he not have gone to Oxford Street and picked up one of those top hats? Yeah. They often have those mm-hmm. sort of themed ones. Anyway, in the end, he said, I brought this. And he said, I borrowed it from my, um, I think it was his brother's, it was his nephew's dressing up box. And I love this about posh people. They have dressing up boxes a lot. So, and I said, oh, I don't know about that. It was sort of a jokey, sort of had a slightly St. Patrick's Day thing oh, to okay. it. I didn't know if was it was it, Was it like a, a pint of Guinness? <laughs> was it one of those hats? No, but it had a sort of little, I don't know, it might have had a clover a or something. Vibe. Yeah, it was a novel. Not a clover. <laughs> it's called shamrock. Oh, shamrock, I don't know. <laughs> So I had a shamrock, I had something on. It was a bit novelty, I didn't think it was right. Anyway, we got there, and the woman at Ascot said, as he walked in, she said, she knew who he was and she knew his family, and she said, come on, you should know better. Oh, <laughs> wow. And so he said, well, he's such a lovely, good-natured bloke. He said, oh, well, look, don't worry. He said, I'll, let me try and sort this out. Is there any way I can get a top hat? She said, well, there is a, there is a specialist shop. There would be a top hat vendor <laughs> at Royal Ascot. 
Shall we go over there? And, um... I mean, Al, I don't know how... I hope you're sitting down <laughs> when you hear uh, how much yes. the top hats were going to set him back. Go on. Oh, it was in the region of eighteen hundred pounds okay. to two thousand. <laughs> I think okay. it was about eighteen nineteen hundred. Let's call it two k. I mean, they're highly That's... structured. I think they can. More than I paid for my car. A two k top hat. I think they mark them up according to. I mean, because they know their market. People are desperate for top hats. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. top hat emergency, isn't it? <laughs> it's an emergency, Al. They'll do anything. I'd yeah. have thought they'd have a few top hats for, you know, uh, absent-minded toffs. <laughs> you know, you know, like, there used to be some restaurants that had a few ties behind the counter. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't mean Thai restaurants. I mean, um, <laughs> ties that if you needed to wear a tie. <laughs> Obviously, they had a few ties behind. But, um... If you needed to wear a tie, they they would um, they would let you. Uh, I'm frightened, frightened, frightened to say anything now. But yes, um, our oh, Emily's crying. I hate it when she cries. The mascara goes and everything. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've had a few messages from the outside world. I own a Faz. Morning, Frank and Gang. Only Do you? Only Why don't you wear it? <laughs> mm. Only you. <laughs> Very good. Could have me Googling dog belly buttons at 8 a.m. on a Saturday oh, okay. morning. Any, any news on that? That's Frank's, uh, I'm going to call it, say, Frank's specialist interest area. You well, I, I, asked, um, I asked my manager this week, because my son had asked me, and why doesn't um, the dog have a belly button? And I said, well, they don't have, um, I, don't, I don't think they have the cords. No, you know, they exactly. don't, yeah. you don't have like five puppies all come out on cords like a dog walker. No. <laughs> no. Um, but um, my manager, who studied genetics at Cambridge University, said to me, they are mammals, though. It's a bit interesting. It's interesting. So I don't know where we are with the, the dog belly button. But I, had a ve- I was very excited, my most exciting outside world. Um, for a long time, was um, was from the horse racing fraternity. Cornelius. Oh. <laughs> hey. Cornelius himself, Cornelius Lysett, has got in touch. Fantastic. Frank referred Excellent. to him earlier. Remembering Frank, if you can just remind anyone who wasn't that he up. didn't he didn't like um, the horses being referred to as the GGs. Yeah. Cornelius has got in touch. My <laughs> Grand National Day absolutely made by getting a mention from the brilliant at Frank on the radio. I'm loving him even more now. Even if it was <laughs> for being a bit of a pompous ass about his use well. of expression GGs on another radio station. <laughs> I don't recall, but I suspect Frank's memory ele- elephantine. Well, um, yeah, he wasn't really pompous. I just think um, it was... Uh, I suppose it is a bit dismissive, but how great. And I tell you what, what a pro Cornelius is when he said another radio station. (laughs) He didn't mention the the rivals. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, that's that's made my day, I must say. And um, I then said to Emily, wasn't one of the... um, Planet of the Apes characters called Cornelius. <laughs> and she held up her phone 
And the screensaver on her phone is Cornelius from um, Planet of the Apes eating an orange with a knife and fork. Yeah, that's what I like having on my oh, phone. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. I don't want dog pictures or child pictures. I want Cornelius eating an orange with I a knife love, and fork. I love it's those pictures. that I was uh, really... <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Um... It's the Arsene Wenger approach. Frank yeah. Saw, you saw Arsene Wenger in a hotel eating an... In, Ka- in Cape Town before mm. England, Algeria. Mm. And he was sitting on his own in a hotel restaurant... Well, yeah, restaurant area, eating an uh, apple with a knife and fork. Um, but anyway, um, I love pictures. You know, I love pictures of, like, Roman uh, <laughs> Roman gladiators having burgers, you know, during a break in, the, in like, the cafeteria at um, uh, Warner Brothers Films. I love those pictures. I live for those Just, Oh, yeah. It's great. I've also got some great... Uh, like John the Baptist having a fag, like, you know, up at the back <laughs> of the lot and stuff. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> I mean, I've, well, I've got some great... Uh, I'm sure I can dig out some some good Doctor Who on set. There must be loads of those. What right? you get of loads of... There's uh, a Cyberman having a cigarette, which is fabulous, isn't When it? I worked with um, Peter Capaldi in, um, in Doctor Who... Um, he had Did got you? a picture. Yes, have I never mentioned this? He'd got a picture of a rehearsal that John Pertwee was doing, and John Pertwee's sort of sitting on the floor of the TARDIS, and um, he's in like, fla- like check flares and a real set. He, like he's 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 street clothes, but incredibly seventies sort uh-huh. of Carnaby streets. So brilliant, brilliant stuff. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio, email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Oh, I heard somebody's uh, email come through. They had a ping. I'm not going to lie. Did you? It's always best to be honest. It was you. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that. No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Uh, it was me. You're old, your hand up. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Can I share? Is just fessed up? Did I'm she just fessed fessed up. She's actually fessed. <laughs> Do you know I feel really cleansed after that confession? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is that how you feel, Frank? It's good, isn't it? Well, <laughs> when I used to, in the old days, when I used to get TV work, mm. I uh, I used to have a thing, a rule on productions that if you made a mistake, me included, mm. you had to hold up your hand, a la basketball player, <laughs> and say, "I'm sorry, I made a mistake," and then that was the end of. There was no more to be said about it. That was cleansing and done. It's yeah. a bit like a sort of an AA meeting thing. Yeah. So right. um, we'd say, "Hold on, that." That slide's not right, and you'd hear from the back of the studio, sorry, I made a mistake, the bloke holding it. Or it would be me, as I say. It's very healthy, I think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, a couple of things I'd like to share with you all. Firstly, Mistakes. Hopkins. Hopkins has got in touch. Huh? Mm. You know him. Hopkins? My favourite actor-on-set photo... Oh, yeah, we was talking about, like... your. Uh, Roman gladiator having a baked potato. Or Cyberman smoking. <clears throat> yeah. Um, my favourite actor on set photo is one of the alien, he shared the photo, one of the alien from the eponymous 1979 movie having a bit of a rest during filming. 
And it's a very good photo. I appreciate it's a visual thing. Perhaps we can retweet. But he's he's sitting on a box with his head in his hands, the alien. <laughs> it gives the impression that he's having a damn good think about the consequences of its murderous rage. <laughs> <laughs> I've, uh, I don't want to go on about being on Doctor Who, but I had uh, tea and biscuits with the mummy. Oh. In, like, the Did, full please tell me the mummy crossed their legs and like <laughs> Will Carling struggled a bit with all the bandages. I can't remember, Jamie was the mummy's name. Um, mm. Tall, tall, young lad. But um, yeah, we're just sitting talking, you know, just generally chatting with these bandages dangling yeah. in the saucer. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, it's another one I really like. Photo of um, Roger Moore and Cobby Broccoli playing backgammon. <laughs> Oh, on good. the uh, on the set of Live and Let Die, <laughs> I can't play backgammon. I sometimes no. think I should learn it. No, it looks good, doesn't it? I associate it so much with Omo Sheriff. Yeah, he, uh, he was he was like a, a world champion in his own right. I have oh. actually. I think I have got some photographs which I'll have to dig out of. My mother was in. Uh, she worked with Jeremy Brett on Sherlock oh, Holmes. Yeah. Oh wow! Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Edward Hardwick was Watson, maybe. But okay, my mother yeah, played right. um, Brenda Tregenis in There Was an Episode, and I think there are some photographs. I've of got her the in- complete, I've got the DVD <laughs> set. What, find out the name of the episode and check your <laughs> mum. I love Jeremy Brett as the best. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, you got to love Cumberbatch, but um, Jeremy Brett was. <laughs> Jeremy Brett looked. He had mm. that clammy sweatiness of a bloke who did a lot of morphine. You know, he really <laughs> did feel yeah. like he was Sherlock Holmes. In Why many, are you nodding? In many ways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. As my parents said, but he had, dear, he, dear Jeremy. He really, <laughs> he really had that Sherlock Holmes, there's a whole interworld of trouble going on yes. here. He's mm. brilliant. You know, complicated brilliant. sometimes means better. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. What else? Oh, also, Al, have you shared this wonderful uh, communication we've had re the M&M display? No, 245 has texted, uh, Frank, re the oversized M&M display. <laughs> uh, closer inspection would, re- would have revealed they're actually on a zebra crossing in a parody <gasps> of the famous Beatles Abbey Road. <laughs> oh, what <laughs> Oh, I yeah, hadn't picked up on that. <laughs> and I laughed without that. What they've yeah. done is they've gilded the M&M lily. <laughs> I never yeah. recognised that. So why did one of them, why was one of them a lady? I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe yeah. for balance. Yeah, I know. Rewriting but, history you know. for balance I mean, is very popular these pick days. Pick your areas, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't M&M's mess about with the Abbey Road. How? <laughs> um, okay. I suppose if you're making them giants, you've already gone fairly far, haven't you? Yeah, I suppose so. Well, I'm, I'm going to check that out. I mean, that's good. Good news, though. Good to know. Ex- extra. I didn't expect extra info on the. Um, I mean, I'm glad display. it wasn't. You know, they could have done the Last Supper, Frank. That would be a poor taste. No, I wouldn't it? have been happy with that. <laughs> Last, and let's face it, you wouldn't want M&M's for your last supper, would no, you? would be a big... Uh, I don't know. I'd go Smarties. You've got to be loyal in these matters. Where's the Smarties shop? No way. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'd like to bring to your attention a news story about a celebrity who I don't think is uh, is yet a friend of this show. Um 
but I've got strong hopes. Uh, John Travolta. Oh, yes. Uh, he was has... recently mentioned, Al. Are you, can you remember what um, section of the show he was recently mentioned in? Um, he was in Celebrity Pilots. <laughs> well, we talked oh, about... Oh, Yeah. He, I believe... I, no, I, this might not be... I believe... Because when I think of Celebrity Pilots, and we talked about, like, Gary Newman and... Um, Harrison Ford. Yeah. Noel Edmonds. And Bruce Dickinson and stuff like that. Yeah. I imagine them in, like, you know, two-seater, two-seater yes. planes. Yeah. But I believe John Travolta owns a Boeing Sentinel. <laughs> I didn't even know a person could own a, like a big passenger. Yes, because you think thing. of Tom Cruise or Nicole coming with their Cessna jets, as you say. But I don't know, he's gone full. I mean, I mean, Elvis had got. I've been on Elvis's private uh, jet. What was that? Still. Did Elvis fly? No, he didn't. Oh, well, good. he did, but not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he believed when he was strung out. <laughs> but um, no, he didn't fly it. He just flew on it. It had like a big bed on it. I think um, he'd have struggled in the in the cockpit. It's not a it's not a roomy. He wasn't. That was only right at the end. Okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, ow. Gold shaming Elvis. Got <laughs> gold taps in the uh, in the bathroom as well. I mean, you gotta love it. Excellent. So well, uh, yeah. Anyway. Some... A somewhat more down-to-earth version of uh, John Travolta. He's been uh, he's been spotted. Tell me various... more. Tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> hey! How much dough did he spend? In uh, in various places across Norfolk, including um, uh, Morrison's supermarkets and Weatherspoons. Come on. He's. Uh, He's living my life, but in Norfolk, what's happened? I can see why he might go into like a, a restaurant. I can't. You know, a, a Weatherspoons, but going into the supermarket. He, I'm not he's... sure people classify Weatherspoons as a restaurant. <laughs> to go with it. Sorry, I'm. <laughs> I, like, I said that. I like to give people the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. That's my nature. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. It's that dividing line of are the men menus laminated, <laughs> and. I would say with Travolta, I was quite, not shocked, but I, I really, this story, I've, I've been quite obsessed by it all mm. week. I've got to be honest, guys, because I don't know what, I know we get these celebrity sightings. Well, it's usually just Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. <laughs> and the yeah. pits had previous. They've been the odd one, the occasional Clooney. Something about Travolta. The occasional Clooney is going to be, <laughs> if I start a band, that's what it's going to be called. Actually, I'm not going to have a the... No, I'm occasional just Clooney. Occasional Clooney. But Travolta, there's something slightly otherworldly about him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Now, what is it? Is it's because I associate him above <laughs> cloud level. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> it's not. It's just, I, I've got to be honest. The thing about this story, um, when I when I saw the story, my first thought was I would not have recognised him. Would you not? He looks quite different now. I mean, oh. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing him in G.I. Jane too. Let's let's, <laughs> let's put it that way. Get John's name out your mouth. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Oh, by the way, I had a yeah. thought. Um, that um, Abbey Road M and M mashup. Yeah. Uh, 
Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney's barefoot in the, uh, the Abbey Road thing. That was one of the things that um, the conspiracy theories. The, the thing that he was dead and had been replaced by another person. Think on um, that he, he wears when they, the Sergeant Peppers have got their brass instruments. He's got a black instrument, and on mm. Abbey Road he's barefoot. Like, uh, the, the, I don't know if people are people buried barefoot. I don't know. But a, anyway. I believe William Shatner once said, oh, yeah. These people need to get alive. <laughs> Shatner <laughs> of Trekkie. Shatner quoted, <laughs> Why don't you get alive? He never said, said, said that about Trekkies, did it? Oh, so. no, Bill, <laughs> you got to look after fandom. Fair uh, Fair play. <laughs> meanwhile, can we return to the Fakenham branch of Morrison's? Now, that, can I? Can you? Can I yes. just mention that? No, I that? must insist. <laughs> because he he booked into a restaurant um, as John Travolta. <laughs> Love that. And that this, you know, when it's around April Fool's Day, you're on <laughs> you're on your guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they thought it was uh, yeah. it was an April Fool's. Yeah. But the restaurant was in Fakenham. <laughs> so he probably was thinking, yeah. because it was like, will there be a restaurant when we get there? Or is it the whole thing going to be a big scam? Do you know what I liked? Was that he obviously... There's something of the Skinner in Travolta. You think? Bear with. <laughs> the, in the way that Frank embraces celebrity and all the good things that come with it, he goes into, for example, in a hotel, Frank, what do right. you do? You don't, Frank doesn't have room service, do you? What do you do? I go to breakfast so I can be seen. <laughs> I think there's an element of that with Travolta. He's sort of thinking, I want to use my name. I don't want to get a table by the toilets. I told you when I went to a, uh, into a hotel and he said, Mr Skinner, we've put you a complimentary uh, fruit bowl in the hotel and it wasn't a very nice hotel and I thought that's nice they've gone to the effort in a place like this it was just a big three (laughs) apple orange banana just that was all that was covered but lovely lovely gesture a knife and fork to eat it with no I I just went for it uh, (laughs) like Cornelius I mean from Planet of the Apes not from uh, Planet of the Horses We're talking about Travolta in Fakenham, in Norfolk. Yeah. He did, He went to Morrison's. Mm-hmm. Whilst at Morrison's, I mean, of course you're going to keep an eye on what Travolta's putting in his trolley. Yeah. Yeah. And fortunately they did. He spent an hour in there. Discuss. An hour in Morrison's? <laughs> Was he doing his, like, monthly <laughs> shop? Was he waiting for food to be marked down with was a that, yellow sticker? Was that just doing photos? And he can't have shopped for an hour. He bought what I like, Al. I don't know if you spotted this, is what he bought. Travolta bought a steak, fillet steak. So far, so 70s footballer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bread rolls. I'm That's a meal right there. He also inquired about Morrison's own brand shortbread. Now, how does he know about that? <laughs> yeah. He asked the manager. Did he say, well, I speak to the manager? I mean, how did this exchange? And, and they hadn't got Morrison's own no. brand, shortbread. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. That but makes that, me think he gets it flown to America and that he's a fan of it. That's what I doesn't need to get it flown. Me. He comes over, pick it up himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just, just lower a rope ladder. 
and uh, he comes in through the skylight. <laughs> I w- I'd love it if Travolta did that. If he flew over here just to get the Morrison shortbread. But that thing about getting a steak and some bread rolls, that's about... <laughs> you know, you know. one of my favourite films is a film called Barfly with Mickey Rourke. And he's... Great uh, film. He plays... Um, is it Bukowski. Faith Dunaway? Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, He's going to fight this bloke, so he says, I need some fuel. So he just breaks into someone's flat and eats the contents like, of the, of the, of the uh, fridge. And it feels like that. I'm just going to get that steak. Oh, I won't bother cooking it. I'll just put it on a bread roll. Well, I imagine he's got one of those little chalet fridges. <clears throat> oh, I hope so. He's yeah. living, oh, yeah. presumably, I, I mean, one doesn't know. Because they, the, they have, I call it the caravans <laughs> they live in while they're filming. Oh, yes. Trailer. I like caravans. Keep it yeah, real. Yeah, that's nice. Okay. Show trailer. I think the film's a bit plainy that he's um, that he's doing. Is it Frederick Forsyth? It is. But Just it's, to make it even it? more seventies. It is. It's one of the most seventies <laughs> things. Steak. John Travolta, Frederick Forsyth, and. Uh, well, and. And he went to. Uh, uh, did you read the fish food? One. No. He went to a fish food restaurant, uh. and this is what he had. He had a dressed <laughs> crab for a starter, <laughs> and then he had a bait lobster for his main. Wow. I mean, wow. <laughs> and apparently he was sort of uh, chewing a bit after. They said, uh, how was the lobster? And he said, Sandy. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I don't know if you've ever... It's um, you need. There's like there's this crackers and picks is the things you need for oh, yeah. those. So it's a real elaborate job. You have to crack yeah. the bones. He also had as a starter, dressed crab, lobster bisque, <laughs> and lobster. I mean, what is it? Is he? Are they remaking the Man from Atlantis or something? <laughs> he just went through the fish ceiling. <laughs> he went through the entire sea. Oh, man. I mean, that is... I'd love to have seen Travolta taking on a whole lobster. I wouldn't like oh. to have smelt Travolta in the morning, though. <laughs> no. With all that no. fish. Oh, Travolta in the morning. That must be a song <laughs> called that. <laughs> Travolta in the morning. Eating steak on rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, John Travolta. have uh, snipped its uh, kudos there. Um, yeah, he was uh, he was in Norfolk, and everyone thinks it was a prank. He was in a place called Fakenham, and nobody's used the headline Fakenham News. Oh, oh wow. no. well done. Come on. The, well, there you might, have now. There might even Finally. be a, a newspaper called the Fakenham News, hadn't there? It's possible. Oh. Donald. Um, <laughs> you always say that. I mean, I do. he means that just in a quiet <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully, I... it'll get back on stuff. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's really unique. It's a rarely heard CIA's approach. list of wanted, most wanted. Um, he signed, um, whilst he was in Morrison's, I don't know if you saw this, that John Travolta signed someone's sausage rolls. Did you see <laughs> that, that? I think it was the packaging, though, wasn't you it? You know, you were saying, well, Frank, I... could it be any more 70s? It just got <laughs> <Yeah>. more 70s. <laughs> I mean, it, it also shows the 
the the cost of recent household inflation because there there was a point in the past where celebrities signed chicken breasts, wasn't there? Um, was that? No, that was no. I was just making a <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was trying to make a clean version of us. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he signed that, yeah. Because I thought, it's a very confusing thing. He books a place at a vegan restaurant. He buys steak and bread rolls. <laughs> I think that was to balance out the vegan meal. I think. Was it? He's a man of balance. I think, and the fish you know. as well. He's covering every food stuff. <laughs> there's, there's nothing you will eat, I'm guessing. I'll tell you what, though, I know this is a sort of a straightforward texting, but what about most unlikely place you've seen a celebrity? <laughs> because the um, reason I mention this is I was walking to my gig last night down yeah. um, there's a street called Opper Street in, um, mm-hmm. yes. in, in Islington in we North London. We lived there briefly before it was fashion- before it became did, fashionable. Did you really? Mm-hmm. And uh, Right suburb, wrong decade. So I was wandering down there at about five o'clock um, down to my uh, gig and I bumped into um, England legend Peter Beardsley. <laughs> wow. Now, I, I mean, you don't even think of him in London. Do you know what I mean? No. So, and um, he was very friendly and I said, have you forgiven us? He said, I, um, I was watching... Uh, <laughs> he said, I, I was watching that... Uh, on YouTube, this to get, and I, I played him. Making him sound like Spike from Nicholas Nickleby. <laughs> I uh, well, I played him as Quasimodo in a sketch, and mm, yeah. um, I said, "Have you forgiven us for that sketch?" And he says, "I have." The missus hasn't. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah. he was very friendly. It's exciting. You know, at the end of the day, it's Peter Beardsley. I know mm. you're, you're you're talking. There's one moment when he said you're looking really well, and his mate said, uh, "Yeah." His mate said in a slightly Sherlock Holmes way, "Yeah, I was thinking that." I thought, "Hold on, what's the inference there?" And I actually said, "I haven't, I haven't had both. I got all defensive." About it. I love the fact that Frank Skinner is having to deny to Peter Beardsley that exactly. he's had Botox. Peter Beardsley and his Dr. Watson <laughs> um, that I've had Botox also, in a street. Not, Sorry, Al. Not a lot of point in being defensive. No, not against Beardsley. Frank Skinner, Frank Skinner. on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner. Um, on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Frank on the Radio. Email the show via frank at absoluteradio.co.uk. Well done, I thought. Nicely done. Yeah, nicely done. One of your your textings that you've started is um, unlikely locations to meet a celeb. Oh, yeah. Mm. And uh, 196 has texted... Hi, Frank. Unlikely locations to meet a celeb. We met Tom Hanks in a kangaroo park near Cairns in Australia. Our young daughter was hand-feeding a kangaroo and he came over and said, that's a funny-looking dog. (laughs) We rolled around with laughter. (laughs) Robin Cheltenham, I don't... Was he talking about the daughter or the no, kangaroo? I, I, don't I think understand. he meant the kangaroo, but it, it, it's a joke that doesn't work as well in a kangaroo park. <laughs> but you would laugh at Hanks, wouldn't you? I mean, of yeah. course, there's something about the man. I mean, we all love Hanks. Who doesn't love Hanks? I think him and Wilson had some uh, problems when he was um, shipwrecked. Oh, <laughs> well, Travolta's <laughs> been digging into Wilson. Has he? 
Oh, yeah. Wasn't he a crab, Wilson? No, Wilson was a basketball. Oh, was that the basketball? (laughs) Yeah. What was the crab he befriended? Oh, I don't remember that. Oh, he befriended a crab as well. Did he? Yeah. Wilson is... is, is, Oh, yes, it's the ball. Yes, I know. It's a regular brand name for basketball. It is, I know. You haven't haven't seen it? It's very good. uh, Still not seen it. It is good, actually. It's like it's really, it's really it's, not that bad. It's a bit like Life of Pi, but with a basketball instead of a tiger. Mm. All right. So I mean, it's one for sports fans rather <laughs> than uh, atom brists. I can't top Tom Hanks in a kangaroo park. I did see the Great Soprendo in Crispin's in Highgate Village once. Did oh, you? What, what is Crispin's? <laughs> it was one of those shops. I don't think they exist any longer. But you know what I mean by those shops. Let me explain. Mm. They're, they tend to be open till 11 o'clock at night. Okay. They tend to be double-fronted. Right. Very expensive produce, essentially. Food? Yes. Okay. Just sort of londis, I believe they do as well, but there was a Crispin's as well. I imagine that the great Soprendo lived pretty well. <laughs> We, uh... Was he, like, buying um, the eye of bat and ear of toad or something like that for a, a little stew he was knocking up? <laughs> Rabbit food. Well, I tell you, I hope he wasn't buying up... He'd know. He'd be able to tell us about the top hat. Oh, yeah. Did he wear... Did he favour a top hat? Well, The magician doesn't wear the top hat so much anymore. No. no. They've all gone baseball cap and hoodie and stuff it's like that. It's hard to get they? a rabbit out of a baseball cap. But... <laughs> yeah. It's, it's better dressed down what, Friday what, modern. What do, magicians, <laughs> what do magicians wear now? They're more sort of Darren Brown leisure wear, aren't they? Yeah, I tell you what, I... Um... When you mention the great Soprendo, I've never really questioned before the fact that he was called the great as, as a matter of course. Like, if I was to say to you, oh, by the way, I've changed my name by deed poll to the great Frank Skinner, I think there would be some, uh, there'd be an edginess in the room, there'd be an atmosphere. No, it's better, the great Skinner. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I, but I think, to be honest with you, Frank, Catherine did it. Did anyone... Was that a posthumous decision? Oh, Catherine the Great, yeah. Maybe we were... Uh, Alexander? No, but that's when you let other people do it <laughs> for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think Alfred the Great was known as Alfred the Great while he was still around. I mean, that must have been... Oh, he was a bit of a soprendo. Do you think he was one of those sort of... Because <laughs> he was known as a sort of, the, you know, a very sort of compassionate king. Do you think he was a bit... No, 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 really. When people called him Alfred the Great. No, no. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, then. I love Alfred the Great's all-shocks attitude to, uh, to praise. <laughs> Your Where Have You Seen Um, a Celebrity in an Unusual Place has mm. opened up. I mean, the floodgates have opened. Mm. It's absolutely brilliant. Freddie Collier, Sean Connery in Legoland. (laughs) Well, that's good. That's good. Uh, Tim, Bobby G G from Buck's Fizz in my local Chinese takeaway back in the 80s. Bobby G. There you go. Uh, Paul Eaton, Jonathan Ross and David Baddiel at Disney World in Florida. Oh, okay. No mention of me. I was also on that. Trip. You were there, were you? Oh, that's cruel. I mean, that, how cruel is that? I had, when I, look when I started this texting, <laughs> it never occurred to me for a second that you could be a victim of it. I'm sorry. I'm about calling that. this uh-huh. texting the shade of it all. Well, I had a bit um, of an awkward moment know. when a bloke passed me and Beardsley. <laughs> 
and come up and went, oh, oh Frank, yeah. how you doing? Legend and all that. And I was thinking, notice, notice Peter Beardsley. Yeah, oh, and, he, and, he, and he didn't, didn't. He didn't, ah. didn't spot him. Oh, hawks. I mean, oh. Peter Beardsley's um, not a minor figure. No. We've had a few people correcting you, Frank, I'm sorry to say. Um, 918 has texted, hate to burst your basketball, but Wilson was a volleyball. <laughs> oh, was he? Um, I thought it was a crab, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Frank, yeah I got closer. <laughs> well, I didn't hit the bullseye, but um, I you mean... You were in the same ballpark. Mm. Yeah, oh, uh, very, uh, very good. Very good. <clears throat> oh, what about eight... eight uh, I, don't, I don't know if this is an OK name. I think it is. Anyway, let's just say Northerner, just to check. Uh, here's someone they've spotted. Dev from Corrie stood outside Salford Sainsbury's in full leathers... Cockily eating a strawberry cornetto. <laughs> I nice. like cockily. I think this ceases to be objective. It was journalism, and suddenly yeah. now it's, it's 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 got some sort of value judgment on it. Yeah. Is it? We it, once we once saw Heather Mills McCartney in oh. TK Maxx in Brighton. Oh, mm-hmm. you did personally. Yeah, she oh. was choosing a ski jacket for Paul at the time. How do you know it was for Paul? Sorks. <laughs> She said, she said, I want to get a ski jacket for Paul, and my wife overheard it. <laughs> TK Maxx. But you I know. Announcing the Yeah, I suppose if you're married to Paul McCartney, you're going to drop it. <laughs> but not, I mean, TK Maxx, getting him a... Times are a bit hard. <laughs> I thought it was a nice touch. Oh, but it's... Uh, <laughs> well, you'd appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, Paul McCartney might be listening to this now and say, hold on, <laughs> what, that, that ski jacket she told me was eight grand? Was from ticket? I mean, it might have broken an old man's heart. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's only just oh, got over Asher. Can I say that you dropped the name? Because I've been, my friend Jane it never does that. And I've urged her to, mm. believe me. But I remember we were driving into the Comedy Awards, which Jonathan Ross, her husband, was hosting into that car park in ITV, and she... She's so sort of, she so doesn't want to throw her away time. She was kind of saying, oh, well, um, I think there might be a parking space. My husband is one of the workers. One of the workers. Oh. I, I like that, though. Yeah. Okay. I, my mother-in-law told me a story about being in the cafe at the bottom of our road. And she said, yeah, so I got talking to two or three people in there. Anyway, it came up that my daughter went out with Frank Skinner and somebody said, I said, hold on. <laughs> how, did that, how did that come up? In what, yeah. in what string of coincidences did that? Anyway, I don't know. I think Jonathan Ross is a better card to play, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, just one I'd like to share with you of these uh, unlikely spots. Captain Cumberbatch's Curious Creations says, I met Dr Brian May oh. and Anita Dobson in Robert Dias in Kensington. <laughs> That's good. In 1991. Both very happy to chat. I said to Anita, isn't he lovely? And she replied, I know. Aren't I lucky? Oh, I mean, after the trouble oh, she had. Nice. The trouble she had with uh, Dennis. <laughs> that must Dennis? be. Oh. No one ever literally... <laughs> she called him Dennis, never didn't she? Dennis. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Caught Dennis, my Do you remember Fort Bayard, which is where he sort of went next? 
Dr. Brian May and oh, Anita yeah. Dobbs, Anita Dobson hmm. might be my favourite couple ever. Celebrity next couple. To, next to you and Kath, obviously. Well, and Jonathan and Jane. Oh, it's getting uh, awkward. And David and Moore. No, you don't have to do that. But, but <laughs> celebrity couple. Yeah. There's there couples there. I don't know. Mm. Dr. Brian May and Anita Robson. I forgot he was. What's he a doctor of? Is it? Well, didn't he study astronomy or something like oh, that? Does it, is it badgers? He's interested. You can't be a doctor oh. of badgers. <laughs> I think he's now interested in me. badgers. <laughs> yeah, what does he do with badgers? I like the fact that Frank's Frank's very just like. You can't be a doctor of badgers. It's really black and white for him. Uh, black and white with a bit of brown. No, on yeah, really. yeah. What does is he involved with? Does he work with badgers? He he, he fights for the rights of uh, badgers. Oh, Beastie yeah. Boys. Who doesn't like it? Yeah. No, it's uh, he's, he feels very strongly about it. I think. Oh, good on him. I think I'd really get on uh, with him. The Queen had good. some on her roof, and he was up there looking, seeking them out. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> um, good texting from uh, 697. We saw Samuel L. Jackson in Heathrow Airport. One of us said, is that Samuel L. Jackson? And he turned round and shouted, that's racist, man, but it was actually him. <laughs> wow. That's very funny. That's funny of him, I think. No, James he's a... Brum. He, you know, he did my um, my phone message for me when I interviewed oh, him. Oh, did he? I said, I, yeah, he did the hi. Frank can come to the phone at the moment. <laughs> and uh, we've had a few. I've had a sighting of him in uh, Harley Street, actually. Oh, he's in around. New Cavendish Street. Oh, in two thousand and one. Okay. okay, that'll be an I ailment. Mean, yeah, celebrity I ailment. So. And uh, Neil Sutcliffe, Jeremy Beadle. The late Jeremy Beadle in Boots in Nottingham. Well, I'll tell you, this is a true story. Uh, I was talking to Barry Cryer at an event and he suddenly pulled me into an alcove, <laughs> just dragged me physically into an alcove and Jeremy Beadle walked past. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like Beadle. Me and, me and Emily did a, a quiz over how many weeks? Six weeks or something. Who won, which he who won Frank? We won. I wasn't going to mention that. Oh, I but, was. Um, we, um, he was the quiz master. Man, he's good at that stuff. Old Beadle, he was, he was the Beadle best. Beadle knows a lot, knew a lot. Yeah. Uh, we shall never see his like again. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. I want to talk to you boys about something. As fellow pet owners, mm. I say own, pet owners, Super Vet told me... He doesn't. He really discourages the, that phrase, pet owners. Because uh, we don't you can't own them. another living being. Mm. So, oh, that's my stomach. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, pet mm. guardians. I disagree yeah. with super vet. By the way, <laughs> Do you? you can own a dog. Um, well, I mean, we, I paid uh, good paid, money. Yeah, we paid for it. Exactly. Did um, you though, Al? Knowing you yeah. as I do, did you really? Yes, we did. Okay. As okay. was extortion. Oh, by the way, someone's found oh, it, is, it, is, it is a rip-off if you get a if good brand. If you think yours was extortionate, really let's not even discuss mine. Well, oh, I we've someone has found a navel <laughs> on their dog. By the way, on yeah. one of our, we had a contact from someone who's. I'm not convinced. Oh, yeah. To me, it looks like one of those fur whirlpools that you get on dogs' bellies sometimes. Oh yeah. We have. 
We've heard from. Oh, I'm going to try and. I'm going to have to. Do Sorry, this I, dro- I dropped. I'm afraid. I dropped but you have not. Tell you what's happened. My screen's frozen. Oh, it's all, it's all gone wrong. Well, let's talk on. We can come back to that. Okay, so uh, what I want to talk to you about, as fellow pet guardians, is <laughs> the rat, because the RSPCA have they've turned into some sort of un- they're being employed as rat PRs. <laughs> okay. They're encouraging us all to get to consider the rat as a pet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, apparently, I didn't know this, but they're wonderful pets. They have the bad image as dirty and scary. They're seen as pests. But according to the RSPCA, they are, and I quote, sociable, intelligent and friendly. Well, They can be mm-hmm. trained. I mean, this is downright creepy, Frank. Okay. Rats can be trained to count... Oh, I hope, I hope it's like one of my favourite phen- phenomena in the animal world is horse counting. You know, <laughs> you know the dragged the dragged hoof. Oh man, that is great! I could watch a horse count for probably an hour and still find it entertaining. I mean, how good are the rats at counting, though? Could they replace my um, calculator with my think, iPhone? I think not. <laughs> Could this it replace is... an abacus? What are they? What are they good for? Oh, this is, and do they use their little fingers? Their little pink finger things. Well, this same expert, um, doctor, uh, I'm going to give her a name, yeah. Doctor Jane Tyson, and uh, quote, rat welfare expert. <laughs> Again, my April Fool's alert was was on high, but she says they they can do they can be t- trying to high five a human. That's disgusting. But also, isn't it scientifically inaccurate? <laughs> Have they got five to high with? Oh, I don't. That's a good question. Oh, but also, Surely it's a high four from a rat. Ow! Listen, I'm coming home from a, a long, hard day. Okay, that's an exaggeration, but I'm coming home anyway. <laughs> I don't want a rat sitting on my sofa, counting, high fiving me, belly out. Watching the telly, being all sociable. Oh, I'm up late tonight. I keep night hours. Well, I don't want that in my house. Well, I'm going to quote another expert because I particularly enjoyed this quote. <laughs> Dr. Vicky Neville, who I think works for the RSPCA, but oh no, no, she works for Bristol University and she's been researching um, rats as pets. Okay. And uh, she said they're much nicer than people think, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, more mm. PR. She said in a way they're like tiny dogs. Oh. <laughs> I would say my um, description of big mice yeah. is, is much closer. <laughs> much yeah. more helpful to people who've never seen a rat. What does a rat look like? It looks like a tiny dog, really. <laughs> Extremely misleading. I would yeah. say also, I don't even like humans high-fiving me. <laughs> Certainly oh. not putting up with it with some rat. Well, um, Larry Lamb was on Room 101 and he put in high fives as something he really... You don't want to get him living with a rat. No. He <laughs> would the rat amongst them. Lamb and rat. Yeah. I love that pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean they're my solicitors? This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. Now listen. Rats, it, apparently over 200,000 people in this country, keep rats as pets. That's not right. One of them has got in touch with us, Dr G. Dr G says rats are amazing pets. We have three at the moment. You can train them to do tricks. They're bright, intelligent and so friendly. I just get Frank Skinner. 
right. for that if you want that. My problem with uh, with this is that whenever I've seen people in public with a pet rat, they're always self-styled, colourful characters. Wide-brimmed leather hat, kind yeah, of long, exactly. Long leather oh, coats. Are they a bit pierced? Heavily pierced. Are they a bit Ebenezer Goodhood? They, yeah, um, they usually mid-lined men. That kind of fashion change, I think. I think yeah. it, a rat is slightly um, cheaper than a look at me neon sign, but they seem to operate <laughs> in the same way. But I'm, I'm sure not all. Uh, I'm on about be- your public rat, your exhibitionist. I know the rat you mean. Can't Ooh, these yeah. people get a personality hat like everyone else? Uh, exactly. And um, often they'll have a rat on... Sometimes you see it on a collar, uh, a collar and lead and stuff, and rats don't. They don't. That's not how they They don't operate. take well to leads. No. Can I say... There's no rats in leads. One of the things no. that... Oh, lovely. One of <laughs> the things feel. that puts me off most about rats... Mm. I'm, I'm very open. I'm very open to this. I understand, Dr G. I'm, I'm going to listen to you. But... The the hand things, those cl- they're disgusting long nails they've got. Have they got five? Have we worked out if they if they when they hand thing is it five? I've got a picture. I can't even I look still at it. I think it's four. The second thing that <laughs> troubles me is the beadiness of the eye. Mm. Often looking a bit like they've been up a while. You know what I mean? That's right. like pinky around the edges. Thing like you've Too just much put, coffee. like you've just put the light on. If that's what rats look like. Rats, what do rats always look like? They've just woken up. And um, big bombs. They've got really big, like fat backsides. Have um, they? Yeah, yeah. They're in the trunk. You know the clown trouser. Yeah. That has yeah. like a hoop instead yeah. of a belt. Yeah. They're like that. They're slim to the waist and then they really um it's all gonna be a pear shape for the rat <laughs> for the rat world. <laughs> but look, if you've got a rat who you love, fair enough, you know, I don't I think that's mm-hmm. that's I fine. Love rat. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Most famous that. love rat? Um James Hewitt. Lovely. <laughs> well done, Frank. Well done. That would have been. I was pity that didn't come up earlier. I think most famous love rat is would have been a nice text in <laughs> the morning. Is he in the love rat chair? He definitely is, isn't he? Well, there might have been. I think. Um, I'm afraid. Bra- can I tell you who else was in the love rat wasn't chair? Wasn't there a pit da- moment? Darren Day was in a love rat oh, chair. Yeah. But wasn't there a pit moment when? Because we all no, felt oh, for, yeah. we all loved Jennifer. Yeah. And we felt, but I don't. He was. He was briefly. You there. mean Brad Pitt, not William Pitt the younger. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Brad Pitt the Younger and Brad Pitt the Elder. Is there a son called Brad? It'd be great if they'd have Pitt the Younger and Pitt the Elder. Oh, they should be, <laughs> shouldn't they? Can't I be. saw my um, my uh, tour manager. Well, I, he's not mm. currently my tour manager, but he was on the last tour. Omar. O- Omar last night. And he was asking me about a question about who was in the something chair. What was it? And that's it. I can't remember. But if he gets in touch with me, I'm going to ask it next week and we'll work it out. Okay. He he blanked me for a long time because he supports Fulham and they played West Brom and he said, I think we'll beat you 4-1. And we won 1-0, so I texted back, um, well, he's right about the one. (laughs) And I didn't hear from him for a a month. (laughs) Big sulk. On that one, so you know. Right. Well, well, hopefully he won't be listening today. Well, like, if, if he is, I, I, he he went straight into tour manager mode last night and escorted me across town to heaven, and then oh. left me at the door to see. Uh, well, maybe you should talk about that off air. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, this was the lovely eggs gig, <laughs> not club night. Uh, 
I have been to a Heaven Club night. Man, that is people really going for it on the dance floor. <laughs> Fantastic. Okay. So um, thank you so much for listening uh, today and for all your contributions by text, email and tweet. Um, and if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.